Is he wearing your sweater too? That's hilarious. Hey guys, I'm C. I'm Key. And welcome to Girls, Girls Ghosts, Ghosts, and Ghouls. Episode number... Five. Also, I can't hear. I know, I had to turn it off. Okay, episode five, and it is the first episode in a new month. It's September, which means it is time to do our local haunting ghost story. Anything happen this week, Key? Yeah, no, nothing really happened for me this week either, so maybe my uh, haunting, or what seemed like haunting, is uh, over with. Okay. Told it to get out of my car. Just kidding, I didn't actually do that. It's fine. Alright, so today we are going to cover a building in Winnipeg, which again is where we live. And it is the former uh, Masonic Temple which is downtown on Donald Street. Yep, fun times. It's abandoned at the moment, uh, but before that, it was a Masonic temple it's not, for... It's not abandoned anymore. I, well, it technically still is because they're not using it. But like they're renovating on it, it, so yeah. it's not abandoned. There's people in there every day. <laughs> well, but are there? I haven't seen anyone. Well, obviously... Never mind. Anyway... Let's get down to business. The nitty-gritty. <laughs> yeah. Question numero uno. Wait. Wait. What does he say? <laughs> Q uno. Q numero uno. No. No, it's like something something uno. It's numero uno. So it's like Q numero... I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about HQ, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Anyway. Sorry, Scott. We're stealing your catchphrase. Numero, numero, uno. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Which just doesn't make sense, (laughs) but it's fine. Okay. Anyways, so the Masonic Temple, which is on Donald Street downtown, was built there in 1895, July 1895, on what was described as what was described as the only Masonic temple in Canada and only the second in North America. Before they built this building, however, they used to meet in a building on Bannatine. Question. What's a Masonic temple? Well, what is a Masonic temple? Okay, so a Masonic temple is a place where this fraternal organization called the Freemason Society used to meet or still maybe still do meet if i don't even know if there's there it's still a thing they must still be a thing because there's a thing <laughs> anyway their organization can be like dated back yeah it's like a like a fraternity but it's only for people that are like craftsmen chad what like a frat house no yeah but like not it's not like a college <laughs> thing it was created for people that were craftsmen so stonemasons blacksmiths bricklayers and that kind of stuff and it was created as this like club that they could all get together and work together to become like better men and to better themselves but uh they had some really weird it's very secretive and no one unless you remember like no one really knew what you did there and if you ever left you were never supposed to tell anyone what you did there because it's like then you break the code of being in the club that's like any frat house 
Exactly, but this was taken more seriously, I think. Um, I've seen... Because they had special... Like, I've seen 21 Jump Street. 20, 22 Jump Street. When did they go to college? 22? Yeah. I know But, like, so it's not a college thing. Anyways, so they would have, like, secret rituals and stuff where people are initiated in, and you have to, like, go in blindfolded and trust your group of men. And I think one of, depending on the chapter, like, one of them things that you had to trust was that you had to drink out of like the skull that they would give you so you're talking about a frat house <laughs> literally that's hazing that's different <laughs> anyways no it's it's a really old oh, fraternal yeah. organization and it's been around for a really long time and yeah so when they first met here and the organization was first meeting um they were meeting like i said in the upstairs of a building in the exchange district um, it says on Maine and Lamb- Lombard in my notes, but that it also says Bannatine, so I don't know which is true, but they're all both really near each other, so. Where even is that? It's in the Exchange District, like, just off. But, like, I know where that is. Like, downtown. But, like, around where? Around, like, the King's Head pub. Because I know where that is. <laughs> around, like, I the thought that cu- was on Osborne. No, that's the toad in the hole. It's around, you know where the cube is? No. That cube. Oh. Yeah. It's like the like, actual cube. Yeah, the actual cube. It's there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the Masons <laughs> were really, really popular at the turn of the 20th century, and membership in fraternal organizations like the Freemasons and the Odd Fellows and the Orange Lodge uh, was a really, like, big deal, so it really boosted their membership because it was a sign of class, almost, to be part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, I was making sure my mic was working. It's it's working. Stop <laughs> tapping it, please. <laughs> um, and they were so large and secretive that, like, a lot of conspiracy theories and stuff and rumors started about them and why are they so secretive and why are they doing all of these rituals and stuff like that. So, basically, they had to create these temples as places that they can meet without outside prying eyes coming in and judging them for what they were doing. So... Like I said, they first met in, like, the upstairs of a building before they had their own, and that was when Winnipeg only had six buildings total in the entire city. That was a couple more now. Yeah, a little bit more. Not that many more. <laughs> but uh, in 1895, they built the one, or started building the one on Donald. Uh, the cornerstone of it was laid on August 15th of 1895, and it had a basement yeah. And then three stories on top of that. So it was like a limestone structure. And it's really cool. It's still there. Like the outside is completely still original from when it was first built. But like I said, when you drive by, it looks abandoned. But anyway, so the building included uh, like a ballroom, or they call it the Blue Lodge Room. There were offices, a library, a banquet hall, a kitchen. Uh, they had two large vaults that they kept things in for, like, their rituals and, I guess, probably membership fees and stuff like that. Uh, they had a janitor's residence where the janitor literally lived. I guess he must have had to have been a member to live there because, or maybe, like, sworn to secrecy. I don't know, but he lived... They just didn't want to clean it themselves. Yeah, so he lived there. They had a bathroom good for them and a furnace room that was like all the main floor by the way okay the second floor they had uh 
meeting two meeting rooms and a general waiting room and they had small rooms for educational purposes so if they were going to have courses and stuff like that they would basically had classrooms there the third yeah the third floor had more meeting rooms and they also had a really high ceilinged attic which they used for uh, mostly for storage and then they had two rooms up there that were meant for drills i don't know what kind of drills (laughs) Drills. Like military drills or <laughs> like, screwdriver drills? like fire drills? <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> up there? <laughs> That's not what it would be. Fire drills. Fire drills. They have those back then. There's a fire drill going. Everyone upstairs, do not leave the building. <laughs> Maybe that's not but Maybe that's what they thought you had to do back then. Like, you just stay in the building. <laughs> just stay in the building and go to the highest point where you're going to get burnt. <laughs> or you're going to die jumping out the window. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. My notes literally say, I don't know what kind of drills. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Because you don't. I don't. In 1969. Good year. Good year. Good song. Better year. <laughs> Anyways, so in 1969, the Freemasons vacated the building. Why? Because they built a new building. Why did they vacate them? Did they, like, run out? No, because they needed more room because they were growing. Oh, because their drills. <laughs> their fire drills just weren't working in a three-floor building. <laughs> Makes um, sense. Yeah. So they built a new location on Corden. <gasps> I know where that is. You know where that is. Guess where it is. You should know where it is. We drive by it all the time. <laughs> like how far down Corden? It's at Confusion Corner. I don't know. Is it the bar? <laughs> no. It's on the other side. It's across from, like, Burger King. Like that weird music store? No. Planet the other Whatever. side. Like the community that, center? That's not a community... No! What? You're what? on the wrong side of Confusion Corner. <laughs> what do you mean across from Burger King? Okay, so... The yoga place? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, the church? Like the synagogue? That's not a synagogue. That's the Masonic Temple. Oh. I thought it was a synagogue. Why would you think that's a synagogue? I don't know. (laughs) It literally doesn't say anything. Well, it was like a a temple, but not that kind of temple. Like like a Hindu temple. (laughs) Which is not a synagogue. No, I know. I don't know why I said synagogue. (laughs) I meant Hindu temple. No, it's a Masonic temple. <laughs> Which is their, it's, that's their new location. They have a bear. Yeah, they do. They have a bear on Broadway. <laughs> that's not on Broadway. It's not a real, it's not a real bear. Yeah, no. Statue. It was like this citywide art project where people painted Bears. paintings on polar bears. bears. But like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, Not a real bear. Not a real bear. That's the point. Wait, what, do they still run there? Does it, does it, does it does it still a thing? It's still a building because you can have parties there and stuff, like in their banquet hall. Okay. Like, mom actually had her Christmas party there one year. Cool. And I went I to know she's had so many places. a Halloween social there. And? How was it? Spooky? Um, no, it was pretty cool, but, like, I didn't know the people that were getting married, so it was weird. <laughs> I actually didn't know anyone there. Then why, what? How did you even end up doing? Because I think the guy getting married... Did you know him? Was like, no, but he was like the son 
Of God. Of a doctor that my dad worked with. Okay. So my dad bought tickets. Did your dad not go? No, and he didn't want to go. So he was like, Kira, go. Yeah, basically. So I took Paige, my roommate, with me, and we went, but we didn't know anyone. Uh, did you drink? What? What? <laughs> so it's rented out there as a banquet hall, but I don't know about the rest of the building, if they still function there. I feel like it so was discontinued, now. but after they vacated that building, a guy bought it in 1971, and he opened a place called The Rec Room, okay. which was like a bar of sorts. It was a rec room. Yeah. It was a rec room bar. Anyways, so that place only lasted five months. No one knows why, but, like, it just... wasn't a good place. I guess, yeah. Food is bad. So the same owner... I'll try, try again. (laughs) Yeah, he opened... I'm being serious. He opened another place after this one died. Died. (laughs) <laughs> died <laughs> and that is what the first death that occurred in the building <laughs> it was the first restaurant yeah uh no <laughs> after that place didn't succeed it now became Gigi's Cabaret and Supper Club Ooh. I initially thought it said stripper club <laughs> my favorite kind of club just kidding uh, that only survived for two years. Yeah, that's longer than longer than the first one, but but then it closed. He gave no reasons for why they closed, um, and people seemed to like go there and like it, so they didn't know why it failed. But anyway, uh, after another year in 1975, a restaurant took over there called Mother Tucker's. Mother. Tucker's? Okay. <laughs> With a T. You would have a better name. Mother Tucker's. <laughs> I think this is like some oh, kind no, of franchise. It's a Canadian thing. Mother Puckers with a P. Because like hockey. But that's dangerous. <laughs> Especially if you're drunk and you're slurring. Hey, yeah. go, let me. Pardon? <laughs> Excuse you? Yeah, so they opened in 1975. They were open until 1999. How many years was that? 24 years. Almost a quarter of a century. Okay, cool. Yeah. Almost, but not. So it was only once that restaurant moved in there that they started getting reports of... Good, good, good. Ghosts. Goblins. <laughs> no goblins. Bears, oh my. What? Oh my god. No, so ghosts. Yeah, so employees started to report hauntings first to like their manager. Obviously. And then when it started getting like more out of control and people started talking about it, then they would give like interviews and stuff. They would say that there were a lot of electrical problems, lights would flash on and off, Uh, objects would be moved or go missing. Violent arguments could be heard in one of the empty rooms, but when they went to investigate, they couldn't find anyone. The usual. <laughs> the usual. 
So managers eventually refused to be in the building alone because of the strange sounds and footsteps that they heard on the floors above them, even though they'd been up there and checked and confirmed that it was empty. Because I guess their nightly ritual would be like, start upstairs, check the floor, check the next floor, check the next floor, till you were in the basement. basement. And they'd be like, okay, no one's here, let's go. But they would get from like the third floor down to the second floor, and they'd be checking the second floor, and they'd hear footsteps on the third floor. They'd be like, what the hell? Go all the way upstairs to the third floor and find no one there. How did you get past me? Exactly. So eventually they just were like, ugh. Ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah. So there was an employee who gave a interview and she said that she would stand at the lounge stand. There would be stairs when people were coming in and they would come down to her. Mm-hmm. And she would kind of be bored sometimes so she would do like lean on the podium but when she heard the footsteps of people coming into the lounge she would like stand up stand up and try and look professional i like lean on the podium and then if someone comes i'm proper (laughs) exactly so she said that she used to do that all the time but then she would hear footsteps and look up thinking someone was coming and then no one would be there And so this kept happening, and at first she thought it was, like, other employees messing with her. Or just, like, making sure that she was, like, on her toes. And then she just gave up being polite at all and was like, okay, well, who cares? (laughs) No, that's not what happened. So, like, one time she just had, like, completely lost it. (laughs) She was like, what the hell? Like, stop messing with me. And it was an actual customer. (laughs) That would have been funny. Yeah. No, so she, like, ran. Like, when she heard the footsteps, she, like, ran, and she could hear the footsteps running away. Yeah. And when she, like, walked up the stairs, like, it was only, like, a couple stairs, and the bartender was right there. Yeah. And she was like, where did they go? And he's like, what are you talking about? Who? The bartender. No, I'm saying the bartender would have said who. Oh, yeah, he was like, there was no one here. That's what I'm saying. And she's like, no, someone just came down and then ran back up. And he said, no. And that didn't happen. <laughs> that never happened. He's like, I've been standing here the whole time. No one walked by. Yeah. And she was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> so she ran all the way up the stairs following the sound of the footsteps. And then when she stopped um, on the stairs, she was like halfway up to the third floor. And she started getting this really, like, uneasy feeling and just this, like, will to turn back. Yeah. And she said that she started remembering that employees had been, like, there are ghosts here. And she had hadn't remembered. All right. Well, she it wasn't that she, like, didn't know. It was just that she didn't believe them at first. Yeah. So then when she got that feeling at the top of the third floor, she was like, nope. I'm out of here. And so she ran all the way back down. And she, like, didn't work there for much longer, I don't think. Uh, None of the staff reported being harmed by any of the ghosts. Good sign. But they said they could definitely, like, sense them. And none of the staff wanted to go up to the second and third floors 
because they said that's where you could really sense things. Like, they had activity on the main floor also, but when they went up to those floors, they didn't want to be alone because they so could... That's the drilling was happening. <laughs> the drilling? <laughs> yeah. So they kept their drills. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes sense. Anyway, they said, yeah, that, like, that was where you felt uneasy, and they just tried to use it for storage because they didn't want to have to be up there too much. Yeah. They found a child's coffin in the wall. There was no child in it, don't worry. <laughs> See, that would have been so much better. What? Like, it would have been more juicy. Oh, I was like, why would that have been better? That would have been worse. Would it? Uh, what they did find it when they opened it, though, was a top hat. A bottom hat. <laughs> And a middle hand. No, and a fake hand. Hmm. So it probably was like a joke from like someone like playing like a prank or something. Well, like in like the olden days. <laughs> on their mason buddies? Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be hilarious? If they find a coffin. <laughs> no, someone was probably like in it. A child coffin? Yeah. Those are small. I know. Well, apparently the Masons said that they used it for some type of ceremony. Why did they do that? No one knows because they wouldn't elaborate on it any further. Because it was beyond their secrecy. And they couldn't... What was the fake hand for? That's the question. (laughs) Nobody knows. It's because they used to use old hands and then we were like, that's too... That's too much. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, they used to they used to cut each other's hands off, and then they're like, "This needs to stop." Like, we only have two each. They're like, "We'll just modify this." R- ritual for the modern day. Fake hands. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, so they never got a real explanation about why the coffin was like hidden behind the wall. So no one would find it. Yeah, but then why didn't they take it with them? Because they didn't need it anymore. It's a one coffin kind of use. Ow! Hold. <laughs> one coffin per ceremony. Okay. Well, uh, one of the head waiter- waiters. Racist. Wetters. <laughs> one of the white headers. What? I said wetters. You said white waiters. Head wetters is what I said. <laughs> Instead of head waiter. Like a a bed wetter. (laughs) But like a head wetter. Sorry, Greg. When you cry a lot. Who's Greg? Greg Chappelle. Oh, okay. Was the head waiter. The the bed wetter. (laughs) (laughs) You know, never know. Maybe he was. Greg was the bed (laughs) wetter. Sorry about that. He was not. Sorry to expose you. You don't know. Don't I mean, assume. I don't. <laughs> I know. But that's not what's listed here. <laughs> what? Anyways, so he said when employees would come in the next day after closing and cleaning, the restaurant would be a complete mess. They'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Basically. 
So they said that salt and sugar shakers were scattered around everywhere. The napkin, cloth napkins had been used. Gross. Cutlery was just all over the place. So basically it looked like they cleaned and left. And then someone had a party. party. It was me. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, and this happened all the time. So they were just getting so frustrated. Because it's like, they have to clean, because the manager's like, clean. And then they come in and they're like, did you even clean? Yeah. Yeah, they did clean. I wonder this work to clean the next day then. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe they figured out a system after. Um, one other thing that used to happen is that when the restaurant first opened... Mm-hmm. Their phone was on a old switchboard system. So when it was ringing, there would be like different lines and they all had red lights. Okay. So sometimes the phone would just go nuts and all the lights would like go on right. at one time. And it would look like they had like 10 or 15 calls coming in. Yeah. They didn't. No one was even calling. <laughs> No one was calling. They would go with the switchboard thing and go to every line, and it would just be a dial tone all the time. Then they got a alarm system installed. They they got modern. (laughs) And then that would go off all the time with no one inside. Like, the motion sensors would go off. Because someone was inside. (laughs) You're not getting it here. Well, no. There was someone there. No living humans were inside. Only dead ones? Only dead ones. Dead humans? Dead, dead human ghosts. Only humans? I don't assume. What, what other dead ghosts would be in there? A dog. A frog. Maybe. A hog. <laughs> anyway, so when this kept happening, like, the police would show up. Makes sense. And one time when the police reports, they, what? I don't know. Okay, this was a different time. So someone called the police and said they heard, like, fighting coming up from the upstairs. Yeah. And that it sounded really violent. Like, like I mentioned earlier, they would always hear that fight. <laughs> but I don't know if this was a customer or if it was, like, a new employee and wasn't used to it. Yeah. But they called the police and the police showed up. And they brought uh, their police dog with them. Okay. So they went like up to investigate the third floor. And the dog stopped halfway and was like, nope. <laughs> so me. And he wouldn't go any further. And he was trying to like, was like, like, come on, <laughs> like. Like, no, I'm talking about the police officer was like, oh. let's go. Like, this is your job. This is literally your job. This is what you've been trained for. And the dog refused. And, and it wouldn't like, okay, go any higher. And then the officer said when he left that he got like a really eerie. Sorry. Yeah, feeling from the building. And he was like, yeah, the dog wouldn't go up there. Because dogs are smarter than humans. <laughs> True, and they can hear a different frequency. Just like children. Yeah. So dogs and children are the same. (laughs) I mean, I guess. (laughs) 
That's inter- That's an interesting take on it. Anyway, so the police officer was spooked. And the dog was spooked. So, spooky things up on the third floor. Another waiter named Bryn Phillips. No. Brian? B-R-Y-N. Phillips. B-R-Y-N. Bryn or Brian? There's no A. But it's a, it's a guy. So? Brian? Brian? Bryn. <laughs> Bryn? Okay. Brian. I'm sorry. I don't know your name, but um, he said he would often see a young man about 29 years old, which is very specific. <laughs> I guess late 20s. <laughs> and he would be standing in the corner of the restaurant. And he was wearing 18th century clothes. So, like, till coat, top hat, (laughs) and he was only ever visible for a few seconds, and then he would be gone, but he would be seen, like, multiple times by different people, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, the guy in the tailcoat, and he'd be like, oh, you see him, too? (laughs) Oh. Cool, I'm not insane. (laughs) So, he was one of the ghosts that was seen, like, a lot, whereas the rest of them were more felt and, like, we just move and fuck shit up all the time. Uh, when people went and had parties in like their banquet room at the restaurant, you could see when they took photographs that there were the light orbs and other inexplicable ghost features in the picture. So there, I found one picture and it's like of a party and it's just like a whole room of people. And someone's taking the picture, and you can just see there's, like, four light orbs in the corner above someone's head in the photo, and they're like, what the fuck? And so they posted it, and they were like, is everyone else seeing this, too? Yeah. Yeah, so basically they said the ghosts that inhabit the place just love to create a mess and, like, wreak havoc. Uh, They'd, like, knock things over all the time, mess with the electronics. Uh, Sometimes they would turn the radio on full blast. (laughs) And then the staff would be like, oh, like, stop. And they'd turn it off, and it would still be playing. And then they would unplug it, and it would still be playing. And they were like, this is not a thing that happens. And so they literally, like, like, to mess with the electronic. And they have apparently one chair on the third floor that no one is supposed to sit in. Why? They don't know why. But, like, every time that someone new came in to the building, Mm -hmm. they would be like, that chair, do not touch it, do not move it, do not sit in it. And they'd be like, why? And they'd be like, just don't do it. Like, what happens if you did? I don't know. I don't know if anyone did. Hey, Winnipeggers, <laughs> if anyone worked there and sat in the chair, let us know what happened. Did you die? Did you die? Please tell us through the Ouija board. <laughs> no. Please just tweet us. <laughs> if you died. If you died, please tweet us what happened <laughs> when you sat in the chair. Thank you. That would be much appreciated. Honestly. Uh, the management 
uh, was adamant that there was at least one ghost in the building. At least one. I at swear. least one. They said possibly more, and they believed that the reason they were there was due to rituals that were performed by the Freemasons. Yeah. So they think that by doing their rituals, they accidentally like summoned spiritual activity there that they didn't intend to. Mm-hmm. They also think that some of them, like the young guy in the tailcoat, oh, yeah, they think that he was like a former member that just didn't want to like leave. Yeah, my eyes are watering. Don't lie, you're crying. I'm not. Actually, my eyes are like a really big yawn. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm. so. Yeah, they thought that it was just, like, old members that didn't want to leave. An old member, I meant. I'm confused. Uh, There were some other creepy things. Two. And... Oh, I found something about the chair. Apparently they have a makeshift stage upstairs next to this chair. A what? A sh- like a stage okay. and they like again they were like do not move it do not touch it do not sit in it because that's where the ghost sits oh, okay. and the stories if you sit on him he's not going to be impressed because this is where people would do a lot of performances apparently when they like rent because mm-hmm. they could like rent space from the restaurant right and stories said that if someone like accidentally sat on the chair or something they would literally be like shoved off and like thrown off the chair (laughs) that's funny and actors are pretty superstitious usually what are actors oh you know like you have a oh break a leg and and don't say the scottish play in the theater (laughs) what's that mean what you're in theater you should know this scottish play macbeth what about, I read that. You can't say Macbeth in the theater or bad things happen. Why? Because people have died after say. saying it. Oh my god, I'm going to say it. And then, like, they'll be performing. I'm going to say it before our show. And it's usually when you're, like, performing Macbeth, so people can't even say it unless it's, like, a line. So they're like, yes, we're performing the Scottish play. Uh, because people would be like, oh yeah, we're performing Macbeth. And then a sandbag would, like, fall on them. <laughs> I'm going to say that when we're doing Willy Wonka. I'd be like, hi, my name is Macbeth. Oops, I mean... Oh, you're dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, so the actors themselves were really superstitious, so they usually left the chair alone. Yeah. And one actor said that he remembers one of the castmates got really, really tired of the chair being in the way. And moved it? Yeah. And he is now dead. Uh, Just a couple of minutes after moving the chair, he was running from one side of the stage to the other, and he ran straight into a heavy beam. A what? Like a beam. Oh. Like a big pole. Why did he run into it? Like, not intentionally. (laughs) Like, he was like, run on stage, boom! (laughs) And they were all like... Fuck. And then he put the chair back. <laughs> Makes sense. And Bye. no one else moved it after that. 
another one of the stories is that a customer at the restaurant went into the dining room mm-hmm. and she said that she saw ghostly green eyeballs floating through the room. What? Yeah. And she said that they were like coming toward her. Green light bulbs. And she screamed. Uh, she was like, what the hell is that? So she screamed. And then they vanished. She scared them, is what you're saying. They were like, oh, hey. And she was like, ah. And they were like, oh, my God. Basically. But people said that was very rare. Usually you saw full figures. Like, you didn't just see. Like orbs or whatever. Yeah, you didn't see, like, green orbs coming toward you. This is not the Fort Gary Hotel. (laughs) Where green orbs lead you to your room. Uh, Apparently there is another man wearing an old-fashioned suit that has a handlebar mustache. That's the best kind. And one night after closing, the cook was cleaning the kitchen. Correct. And this gentleman just walked on in. And the employee didn't know it was a ghost. Fair enough. She was like, the employee was like, "Um, we're closed. This is private. She, yeah, she basically was like, thought he just walked in to come to the restaurant. And she was like, uh, sir, you can't be here. <laughs> you can't be in here. He was like, I live here. He was like, sir, we're like closed. And she went to like go over to him and tell him like, like you, got, you gotta go, man, we're closed. And he turned and ran out of the kitchen and ran up the stairs and she went to the manager and was like, dude, like, someone just came in the kitchen. She was like, no, 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 you're not allowed up there. <laughs> Where are you going? Exactly. And so she went to the manager and she was like, this guy just came in the kitchen. Or, sorry, he said. Not she. The cook was a male. I assume. He said to the manager, this guy just came into the kitchen and then just went up the stairs when I tried to talk to him. And the manager was like, no one came in. I just locked the doors like 20 minutes ago. He was like, wait, what? And then he quit. No, and then the cook was like, no, there was somebody in the kitchen. Come with me. We have to find him. And so then they went looking through all the floors because they thought that he was hiding somewhere. Come out, come out wherever you are. Yeah, where are you, ghosty? Ghosty McPherson. And after they searched the whole building, he wasn't anywhere. So they finally went to the attic. And the door was supposed to be kept locked at all times, but it was found open. And deciding to keep investigating. Why? (laughs) I don't know. Call the police. That's just my opinion. (laughs) If you see a man who runs up the stairs and unlocked your attic door and might be hiding there, call the police. (laughs) Sorry. That's just something funny. Oh, so they decided to go in and investigate. They began searching the attic. And they found an opening in one of the walls. And that is where they found the green child-sized coffin. Which we already spoke of. Which we already spoke of. Oh! 
But the article was incredibly wrong. It's charged. Well, not super wrong. But apparently what they found inside was a small pillow, a double-peaked riding cap. What's that? I don't know. (laughs) You're like... But it's not a top hat, I don't think. What is it called? A double-peak riding cap. Look at it. Double-peak riding cap. Siri, give us the answer. It's loading. The Wi-Fi is awful. Die. Jinky, you have anything to say? <laughs> no. Um, Tinky wanted to say meow. No. <laughs> Google, no. you failed hard. Not that. Oh. Okay, so it's like a riding helmet. Yeah, for a horse though, or for a bike? For a horse, probably. Like, there's this one. That's a flat cap, though. That's different. Yeah, so basically it's like a horse riding helmet. helmet. And so they found that in there, which makes sense, the riding cap part, (laughs) now now that you say that. It's like a horse. Yeah. People ride horses, ride, road, ride. And they did not find a fake hand. It was a real hand. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it was the plaster cast of a person's forearm oh okay that makes more sense yeah that that makes that <laughs> i mean that it doesn't it but like it, it does like i guess if they were like they're probably making a fake person to put into the coffin no, like so like you know how you can get like your face plastered yeah. so people can make like molds out of you yeah they're probably they're probably yeah. making a fake person to put in the coffin that would make sense. But why? Like, it doesn't make sense if you know what I mean. That would make sense. Or it was the cast of someone who died. And they were seeing if they fit in there? Yeah, and they just put it in there as like a memoriam for them. That doesn't, what? That doesn't... No. That doesn't even Well, people sense. do that. Like, when you die, sometimes they'll take, like, your handprint or something. But why isn't the body in there? Why is just that in there? Because they probably buried him in a real coffin. What? But they were like, this guy was our founder, and we need to cast his arm... Because he opened his arms to us. No, that doesn't make sense. I think what I said makes more sense. Now we're just speculating, really. They mummified him, and that was a part that broke off. But you don't mummify people with plaster. Maybe they were all out of mummy material. Linen? Yeah. It's hard to get these days. (laughs) I mean, it's not. It's expensive. Apparently, the discovery of the coffin with this whole situation and, like... Was there anything else in there? No, just those four things. Three things? You said a pillow, a cap, and that. Yeah. So, it was the small pillow, the helmet, and the cast of someone's forearm. Okay, wait. Define small pillow. Like... Like <laughs> well, a cushion? Like... Or no, like it's, like, for your seat, head. Or, like, one of these. No, no, no. It'd be, like, smaller than this. But, like, that kind of idea? Yeah. Not, like, a cushion. Yeah, because it's meant for a child's head in a child's coffin. Do they even have child pillows? Aren't all pillows the same size? I don't know. But have you ever... Do you remember... Like, this is going to be morbid. (laughs) Do you remember seeing Grandpa, like, in his coffin? No. When they had open casket? No, I don't remember. Well, okay. I remember putting something in there. I don't know what it was, but I I didn't actually look and see. I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, oh, fun! I'm putting toys in this box. (laughs) You put a... uh, 
mini Thai beanie baby of an angel. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. I knew that it was in like stuff. I thought it was in yeah. this. No, it was like a like a bear that was an angel. Like we had two yeah, a gold I remember, one. I remember. We had a gold one, a silver one, and I'm I wrote. Pretty sure I didn't want to put it in there because I wanted to keep it. Yeah, and I wrote grumpy on mine, and you wrote paw on yours. Paw. Yeah. Why? Because that's what you called him. Because that's what Emily called him. Typical. Why do I always follow trends? Oh, I totally knew that too because on the videos my dad has, I call him that. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> well, basically, anyway, his head was on a small, like a little pillow, and that's what was in there. Okay. Anyway, apparently the discovery of the coffin disturbed the staff even Wait. more than the reports of ghosts. Did you call him grumpy? Is that why you wrote Yeah, that? I used okay. to joke and call him grumpy. Was he grumpy? <laughs> no, I mean, no. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> he would get grumpy, and I'd be like, okay, grumpy, and then he'd be like, that's not funny. <laughs> but, like, he thought it was funny. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the coffin thing freaked the staff out more than any of the ghost stuff that happened because oh, yeah. of the whole situation, because, like, the guy came in, they chased him, he unlocked the door and led them to where this coffin was in the wall, so they were like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, it was suspected that the coffin was connected to rituals carried out in the building, but they never got to determine it for sure because the Masons wouldn't give them any details. And some of the owners, or, like, the one owner of the restaurant, she was like, it's not haunted here. Like, I don't know what anyone's talking about. <laughs> All the other staff is like, it's fucking haunted here. <laughs> Can you hear Tinky? <laughs> anyway, then they thought, basically, they thought that the ghost thing was scaring people away from, like, coming there. They were like, no, 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 like, stop saying it's haunted because we're going to lose customers. It's not, it's not haunted. And by the late 90s, uh, they realized that it actually was helping. It was, they realized it was actually haunted. <laughs> no, they were like, oh, wait, this haunted thing is actually, like, bringing in business, not getting rid of business so they actually started like um yeah like advertising themselves as a local historical and haunted building that you can come eat in is this a ghost podcast or asmr <laughs> what i'm saying is this a ghost podcast or asmr so just me opening things <laughs> okay anyways so yeah, they started using the reputation to their advantage and being like, come eat dinner at the haunted building and blah, blah, blah. Um, they said they wanted to use this, their spooky reputation and experiences to help increase business, but it didn't work. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and Mother Tucker's closed soon after in 1999. Mother Tucker's closed. No, I was laughing when I was laughing. Like, that's why I was laughing, but not like what you, I was thinking Mother Tucker's. What? <laughs> This is actually a truck stop. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. But um, after they closed, a few other restaurants and bars tried to open in that space, but none of them would work and could never, like, for whatever reason, make it work. So there's been, I think, like, two or three restaurants or businesses that tried to open up in there, and then really quickly they'd shut down. And they couldn't never have, like, a good explanation as to why it didn't work, because Mother Tucker's was obviously successful for, like, 25 years. Yeah. They had something good going there, and then, I guess, they just, by the end of the 90s, they couldn't maintain it. However, this is what Keelan was talking about at the beginning of the episode. In early 2006, uh, Pony Corral purchased the building. That's, like, a big restaurant chain in the city. And they planned to move in there, and they didn't want to maintain... 
Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they didn't want to um, maintain the inside because of its reputation, but they also weren't allowed to touch the outside because it's a historical building and it has like a plaque on it now. So they gutted the entire interior, apparently leaving nothing of the original structure inside, but you have yet to open anything yet. And that was 12 years ago now, right? Yeah. It's 2018. Yeah. So in 2006. So that's 12. That's 12 years. They bought it in 12 years ago. Oh my God, Kara. Sorry, this is really off topic. I did such good mental math yesterday and it blew my mind. Like, all I was, like, trying to figure it out, and I was just, like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That's good, I guess. Yeah. Anyways. That's nice. <laughs> uh, where was I? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, they bought it 12 years ago, completely ripped apart the inside, which, I mean, if you want to piss off a ghost, I'd say that's a good way to do it. And they have yet to move into that location, so I don't know if they still are trying to move into that location, or if they're now trying to sell it because maybe, like, crazy shit happened. But apparently, like, even the construction workers that were hired to, like, get the building had some really spooky experiences and they, like, didn't even want to be there. But they were paid to be there. So they kept they kept on, kept keeping on. Kept on? Keep on? Keep it on? I'm tweeting. What are you tweeting? If we made a Snapchat, would you guys add us? <laughs> Snapchat of me fucking up my story all the time it's fine don't even worry about it what are you why are you dancing anyways so that is the haunted story of the masonic temple in winnipeg downtown on donald if you want to head out and see it if you're from winnipeg or isn't it close to uh, porch place no (laughs) <laughs> it's really, I swear it is. It's not. I swear it's like right beside it. It's not. It's next to, it's closer to like the Forks and like Main Street. I swear because I drove by it's it. It's on Donald. I know, but I swear I drove by it. We it drive like, by it all the time because no, 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 it's on no, no, Donald. No, 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 not the, not the new one, not the one on Capuchin I know. Oh, okay. We no, drive no. by the old one all the time too. Because I swear that I drove by it with my dad and it was all like fenced around. Yeah, and it is. And told me what it was. Yeah. But then the entrance to Porch Place was right there. Like the one with all the glass. Uh, no. I swear. That's not Portage Place. What is it? Or City Place or whatever. Yeah, I think it's close to City Place and the MTS Center. Not even the MTS Center. City Place, I think. And um, the Millennium Library. Okay. It's near that, too. (laughs) Is he wearing your sweater, too? That's hilarious. So Keelan just showed me a picture of he her friend. He made me come home and get him another sweater because he was cold. Yeah, so Keelan's friend, she just showed me a picture. He's wearing her hoodie and sewing her pants. That's what a true friend does. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Anyways, so yeah, if you want to check it out, that's where it is. And Yeah. Hopefully they're going to open the restaurant there soon and we can actually go inside because it's been closed for a super long time. And like it's a really cool looking building. 12 years. Wait, I want to look it up. What's it called? The Mason- Old Masonic Temple, Winnipeg. M. May. M-A-S-O-N. There's one in Toronto, too. There's some everywhere, I'm sure. They were. I know it's closed. We were the first. No, no, that's the Memorial Center. 
Oh, yeah. So they're not a thing anymore, and that's why they call it the Memorial Temple, because uh, they no longer are operating yeah, out of the new one. one. Yeah, But wait, where's maps? Do you have Street View on here? I don't know, Keelan. It's also closed. Which? The new one? No. The old one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a really it's cool... It's right by the Marlboro. The Marlboro. Ooh, yeah. that's another haunted place, guys. By this, it also, it's, also, it's also right beside Burton Cummings Theater. <laughs> another haunted place. Yeah, it's not beside Burton Cummings. Look at it. It's, it's right to. here, and Burton Cummings Theater's right there. I know, but if you zoom in on that, you realize it's not. It's like two blocks away. It's not actually as close as it looks. It's right there. Yeah. That's it's on that street right there. Yeah, I know. That's not two blocks. It's like half a block. But where the thing is, there's a giant tiger in between. That's a really sketchy one. <laughs> Oh, I know where we are. This is a really sketchy area. Anyway. Yeah, it's kind of near. Anyway, it's a really cool building, and I hope that they do do something with it, because it's really sad to just see it sitting What's there. What's That's Mountain Equipment Co-op. You guys are getting a free tour of Winnipeg right now. Winnipeg. 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 It is close to Portage Place. Okay. I believe you. Stop looking at it. It is. It's right here. Can you look at this? Portage Place is right here, and the place is right there. So okay. Look at it. I knew it. You need to chill. Here's that picture with the orbs. Oh, no, I just clicked on it. There's nothing there. But <laughs> that was an accident. Go back. Go back. Go back. Oh, no, it's here. Anyway. Is it from an article on CBC? It's just one orb. It looks no, like... there's two. <laughs> there's one it right there. It looks like the ghost from Mario Brothers. Oh my god, it does! Right? Like, it has a face. face. And like, it has a face. Oh my gosh, that's so creepy. Okay, if if anyone wants to see this picture that we're talking about, I'll link it on our Twitter, uh, which is Girls GG Podcast. I just learned that because I just logged in. <laughs> so come follow us over there. You can give us recommendations and chat with us, and we'll post links and pictures and stuff relating to our episodes on there. I also have an old school interview from like 79, I think, with people from the restaurant. No, I wasn't even alive then. <laughs> I was. In my past life, I, I was con- in my past life. conducted this interview. No, anyway, there. yeah, so I'll post these things that we're talking about on the Twitter, so come check that out. You can also find us on Instagram at girlsghostghouls and on Facebook at facebook.com slash girlsghostghouls on our website at www.girlsghostandghouls.com. And if you want us to make a Snapchat, let me know. And I will. Yeah, and if you want us to make a Snapchat, key's all for it. And if you have any recommendations, any personal creepy stories, you can also email us at girlsghostsandghouls at gmail.com. Just call me. Just kidding. I'll put my number out here. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to be charged. <laughs> What? Oh, for like long distance calls. I was like, criminally charged for what? Talking to people? It's not allowed. That's illegal. (laughs) Anyway, so hope you guys enjoyed that little bit of history and little bit of story. You can still walk around the outside of that building, even though it's fenced off, and maybe you'll see something that you haven't seen. At night, it's really creepy because they have like lights on it, and it's lit up in like a, it's like underlit. It gets lit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. So it almost looks like it's glowing when it's really dark. And so it's got an extra eerie vibe. 
But yeah, anyways, thanks for listening, and this is episode five, and we'll be back next week. You already said that. Did I? Episode five. I know, I said that at the beginning. Yeah. But it's fine. It's episode five still. It still still is. It's still episode five, guys, even though we've been going on and on and on for a really long time. It's 6.30. It's fine. You have dance soon. Oh my god, ew. Relax. Anyways... Uh, I wanted to say something. Someone likes my tweet. (laughs) Thanks for all your, like, support and tweets and everything on Twitter. Two people liked my tweet. It makes us really excited. And, oh, I wanted to say that we officially got 200 listens on our show so far. So if you like us, keep following. (laughs) Oh, the Emma Patricia liked my tweet. And Forgotten News Podcast liked my tweet. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And I was going to say something else, and now I can't remember because I'm confused. I get confused really easily. What was I saying before you so rudely interrupted me? Oh, and someone added my tweet. Cool. What was I saying before you interrupted me? They said, I guess I'd have to be on Snapchat, huh? Yeah, that's how Snapchat works. (laughs) Should I say that back? No. Keelan, what was I saying? I have no idea. And then you interrupted me. I guess I could go back, but that doesn't help me now. What? listens yes 200 listens so thank you if you guys are enjoying listening to us please recommend us to everyone you know because we would really appreciate having more listens and we're now officially on spotify and officially on apple Podcasts. so if you're listening to us on apple Podcasts, please subscribe and rate it would be so awesome preferably rate either rate five stars or don't rate at all (laughs) that's keelan's marketing plan no. Anyways, rate don't whatever. Have anything nice to rate. Don't rate anything at all. <laughs> Our mother said. <laughs> no, I feel like people only ever leave a review or a rating when they're like super happy with something or super, super angry bad. with something. Yeah, people are like, "Yeah, this is okay." And then there's like a rating for like a restaurant. It's always like bad ones. Yeah, or it's like yeah. There's always one star and five star, and there's never like three star. This was a pretty decent thing. Yeah. No, no, I do that actually. I will rake, be like, eh, it was okay, but like. Could have been better. Or could have been worse. Yeah, but most people don't do that. But anyways, whatever your rating is, we would really appreciate it. Feedback is great. If you hate us, just let us know. (laughs) Don't just damage our self-esteem further. It's fine. Anyways. What's (laughs) (laughs) self-esteem? What's confidence? (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway, (laughs) as I've said for like the 12th time, thanks for listening. This is our fifth episode. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.